There we go. Are we recording? Let's see. What's going on, Miami? How are you? Yeah, it looks like we're recording. Let me double check. I need this content, man. Oh, yeah, we're recording. Fantastic. What's going on, Miami? How are you? Happy, uh, where are we? Saturday. I hope everything's okay with you guys. I, uh, I'm feeling great, man. Did you notice that the weather has dipped today? Immediately pulled out this jacket that I no longer fit in. What's up, uh, yo, 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 that's good. <laughs> Annie 2020, first day of fall. Can you believe that Miami weather has changed so drastically on the first day of fall? How is it so accurate? Magic City Realtors, what's up, guys? Uh, Marilyn. I am Lil Bitty. Oh, that's right. I got to follow up with I am Lil Bitty. That's right. Welcome to the chat, everyone. Sean425. Nexus. Steph Smith. Hi, looking forward to doing open mics. Mike has referred me to you. Which Mike? See, that's what, that's what happens when you have those generic names. We, I don't know what you're talking about. What's up, bro? Uh, when are you going to drop another video? I just did today. Uh... I did today and I did two days ago. Put the little notification bell on the on the on the profile there. Hey big Lucas underscore. Luis Daniel, my life as Yaya. What's up, Miami? Uh, I'm glad to be live again, man. I've missed you guys. I'm still trying to figure out, you know, how how do people do it? How do people go live and just talk? I mean, I've been doing it for a while, but I'm still very surprised at how this works where <laughs> you just go live and then bam, you're live and it's recording and it's shooting everywhere. So what we're going to do is we're going to get started. Uh, as we always do, we're going to give away this t-shirt here in case you guys don't know, this is one of the hot sellers here in Miami. It says, welcome to Miami. It says the statue of Liberty. All right. And then it says, uh, where New York comes to get lit. All right. So, uh, here's, uh, here's what you guys got to do to, uh, participate. We're going to ask uh, AI here to give us some open-ended trivia questions, and then you guys are going to give me some funny responses. And then the funnier the response, the more points you get. And whoever has the most points at the end gets a free shirt shipped right to you. All right, so uh, let's get started. Let's do uh, Halloween, right? Have you guys been getting all the advertisements for Halloween yet? Everyone's advertising. It's almost like they all got together and said, we're all advertising on the exact same day, which according to the chat, it is the first day of fall. Okay. And so Miami is getting ready to, you know, haunted houses and parties and all that stuff. And I don't know if you guys caught the last episode of the Miami comedy podcast, but you know, I don't really think haunted houses in Miami go hand in hand. I don't really think that works out, you know? So let's do, let's do a Halloween base. It's the first day of fall. It's only September 22nd. But here in Miami, we're trying to make Halloween last as long as possible. So let's do open-ended trivia Halloween style. Write me three open-ended trivia questions about Halloween in Miami. What's up, Mike? Sexy costumes only. That's right. There's nothing scary about someone that looks sexy walking towards you. Except maybe, you know, if she's way too sexy and she's being polite, I'm like, oh, man, I feel like my wallet is about to get robbed. You guys ever done that? You guys ever, like, seen somebody that's very attractive, like, chatting you up and treating you really nice? You're like, what are you up to? <laughs> All right. So uh, based out of the, uh, what AI is giving us here, what are you guys planning? What are you guys planning as a Halloween costume this year? And the funnier and more Miami it is, the better. All right, so everybody on the chat, what are you dressing up as for Halloween this year? And the more Miami and funnier, the better. All right, 10 seconds on the clock. Five seconds. Mike says it's Halloween every day out here. 
Rob says he's going to dress up as a Russian spy. What are you going to be? You're going to be up in, uh, in uh, Sunny Isles? I am Little Bitty says Pitbull. <laughs> of course. You just put on, a, like, those little bald uh, uh, wig. <laughs> Is it even considered a wig if it's bald? Yeah, you just put something bald on, and you put on some sunglasses, and bam, you're Pitbull. Which, according to a lot of people in Miami, Pitbulls are scary, the actual dog. Every single Pitbull I've ever met has been a sweetheart. So, uh, oh, this is a great one. Tom Tom Tropical says a Coconut Grove UM student. That is terrifying. We got the winner of the first round. Congratulations, Tom Tom Tropical. Curse and blessings. Welcome to the chat, Piston Pietro. Office Tuna. <laughs> That's when you know the usernames are all used up. Office Tuna is a username. All right. Yeah, I rem remember back in the day in Miami when Coconut Grove was actually the place to be. Remember that? People would be walking up and down the street in Coconut Grove. It was, almost, it was almost like your neighborhood when you were a child, but it was like UM students, right? Now, Coconut Grove just ain't the same. I was there a couple of nights ago, actually. I was, yeah, I was at uh, Bombay Darbor, which is one of my favorite restaurants in Miami. And as I'm walking around, there's just nothing there. Everything's closed out. Everything's under construction. There's only like a couple of stores here and there. What's up, uh, LC Fitness Beast? Yeah, people that are strong and that call themselves beast. Man, you guys are giving it away with the whole steroids thing. <laughs> I want to be so big, I'm a beast. <laughs> like, all right, take it easy there with the juicing, LC Fitness. <laughs> Tom Tom Tropical, congratulations on winning this round. All right, next up, next question. Uh, what is... What is a sure sign that Miami is, I want to word this a little bit differently because it says, what, what did the Miami zombie, uh, what if the Miami had a zombie apocalypse? All right, yeah, let's go. What would you do if Miami had a zombie apocalypse? All right, the funniest answer, the, the, the funnier, the, the funnier, the more points you get, all right? So Tom Tom Tropical got it with the UM student. And now for this one, what would you guys do if there was a zombie apocalypse in Miami? All right, 10 seconds on the clock. Go ahead and put your responses there on the chat. You know what looks like a zombie apocalypse, in my opinion? Uh, Mall of America's. Mall of America's really does look like something is going to come out of nowhere. Right? It's, the, it's that and uh, Sunset Mall looks like the zombie apocalypse. And whoever you see in the distance walking around there, they've got nothing going on in their lives. They're surely dead inside. If you shop at Mall of America's, you are dead inside. You might as well be a zombie. <laughs> All right, five seconds. Steffi Weffy, welcome to the chat. Juancho, Jay Neg Negrino, uh, Rodney Ward Real Estate. All right, I am Little Bitty says, uh, trap him into a twerk competition. First asked to fall apart wins. <laughs> hey, all right. Awesome. That's a good one. Uh, throw an apocalypse party. We already do that with hurricanes. Correct. Curse and blessings. Very correct. If there was an apocalypse happening in Miami, yeah, we're throwing a party. Uh, Rob, Rob Sempel says, uh, Club 11 zombie apocalypse. You can def survive there. Uh, they got everything you need. Yeah, they'll probably end up eating all the strippers since their flesh is exposed, right? They don't got to bite through your clothes. They just bites on, bite on somebody that's already half naked, right? <laughs> You don't got to bite down that hard at Club 11. Yeah, the girls over there will be the first ones to get eaten. <laughs> All right. Rob Sempel, point. Let's see. Uh, Tom Tom Tropical says, uh, make friends with the Cubans that just landed and rise with them. All right, sure. We'll give that a point. I think I missed one. 
Piston Pietro says, uh, Kaya Ocho with the pots and pans. That's what you would do during the zombie apocalypse? Just let all the zombies know you're there? All right. <laughs> uh, Mr. J, what's up? Uh, Steven Gorlanik. Rob Sempel. Yes, absolutely. UM hands. All right. Let's do uh, three more open-ended trivia about Miami and Halloween. All right, here we go. You ready? On this next one, we're going to ask you what you would really see if Miami did have a haunted house. And this is appropriate for today's topic, which we will be reviewing all the haunted houses and advertisements I've been seeing since the, this morning. I mean, it's just back to back. So if there was a haunted house that you designed based out of Miami, what would it have? What would it be? What would be inside as you walk in? Ten seconds. The funnier, the better, the more points you get. If you were to design a haunted house in Miami, what would be inside of it? Warmington, welcome to the chat. A. Garcia, just give it up, non. Uh, Dan, Dan R. Rivera, welcome, everybody. We're here doing uh, open-ended trivia. Whoever has the funniest response gets points towards winning a, a uh, Welcome to Miami Statue of Liberty shirt. Have you gone, though? Yes, I've been to a few of them. If there was a haunted house that I would design in Miami, it would be at uh, Miami Velvet, that swinger club. You guys know Miami Velvet? That's where I would do a, a haunted house. And you just walk in and there's a bunch of people there looking at your wife. You open a door, somebody's getting banged. <laughs> All right? The closet, someone's banging in there too. You go into a room, a bunch of like uh, dicks are going in and out of holes. That's how, that's how I would picture a Miami-based haunted house. All right, five seconds on the clock. Here we go. Uh, Warmington says uh, an efficient, a haunted efficiency. Uh, Vlad in Miami says uh, chicken and roosters inside the haunted house. Uh it would be a pata sucia room. Just <laughs> you just walk in, and there's a bunch of girls with dirty feet walking around, no shoes on. <laughs> Point. Uh, Rob Sempel says haunted whorehouse. Uh, Tom Tom just says hi, Alicia. <laughs> uh, Ian Little Bitty says all the deadbeat baby daddies and all sneaky links in the same room. God damn, I am Little Bitty. You are speaking out of experience, aren't you? All right, fair enough. Uh, I am Little Bitty. Congratulations. That is terrifying. Abuela Horror House, uh, that pink pussycat strip club that uh, shuts down every other year. Yes. <laughs> that would be an appropriate haunted house. That's, that pink pussycat, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Big F, welcome. Uh, majestic welcome to the chat all right we're just here talking about what would be a, an appropriate haunted house in the city of miami all right so let's go ahead and give it to i am little bitty congratulations you have won the welcome to miami statue of liberty shirt just uh let me know your size and where to send it to uh william vasquez welcome to the chat uh and and Shumi Desai. What's up? You guys and your usernames. Joe Alvarez with a bunch of Zs. Uh, Dev, what's up, guys? All right, here we go. So the next, the next thing we're going to do is, um, what do you guys, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about our costumes. What are you guys dressing up as um, here in uh, Miami? Here, I'm going to show you what I'm going to dress up as. Uh, that's going to be my costume right there. I'm thinking about, uh, that's an appropriate costume here in Miami. Um, you know, not necessarily scary, unless you're worried that I'm going to steal your girl, but right there, and for those that are watching on, uh, on YouTube, let me show you what I have in mind for a costume. Right there. That's what I want to be for Halloween. I want to be a Miami fuckboy. 
<laughs> a Miami fuckboy walking out of a mansion that he rented through Airbnb and is about to start a party in it <laughs> with a robe on. You really going to go with the Coconut Grove UM student? How would, you, how would they know? Bowser from Mario. I'm about to tie up Princess Peach. All right, everybody be careful with Rob Sempel. You know? But yeah, that's my costume right there. I'm going to be a fuckboy. I'm either going to rent a mansion on Airbnb, you know, through, uh, through money that you wouldn't know how I acquired it, and a rented Lambo. Correct, William Vasquez. You are absolutely correct. I'm just going to go all out for Halloween. Why is it that the ladies can go all out for Halloween? Why can't the guys go all out? Why do we always got to dress up as clowns and Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger? How about we dress up to counteract all the ladies out there that are going to be half naked, right? I'm going to go around with a Playboy robe on with some gold chains, fake tattoos, sunglasses everywhere I go, and I'm just going to start hollering at them. And that game's going to be so good, it'll be spooky. <laughs> uh, what's up, Roxy Dit? That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be a fuckboy for Halloween. Don't forget the pipe. Whatever. We're going to have it all. Last, uh, we're going to have uh, mirrors uh, to, to snort, uh, you know, that white stuff out of. But it'll all just be props. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I don't want to go to jail. This is all just for Halloween, officer. This ain't real. Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm just going to be a fuckboy for Halloween. And I'm thinking about going to Orlando. Did you guys see that uh, the Bright Line has finally started going from Miami to Orlando? I'm thinking about doing the, uh, the Haunted Halloween here. Uh, the, the Halloween uh, ride to uh, Orlando. Look at this. This Halloween season turned those frightful trips to Orlando into a treat. It's always a wicked good time when no one has to drive. At least they're being responsible. Shout out to the people of uh, Brightline. Right? Here. Look at that. Look at the Brightline. Being thorough for Halloween. Out of all the holidays, it chose to do it during Halloween. Congratulations, Brightline, for finally being in business. But then what happened? As soon as you got into business, Brightline, Brightline train strikes, kills pedestrian, on day it began service to Orlando from South Florida. Oh, my God. Did you guys hear about this? Just when they opened their doors, Brightline. Let's, let's take a listen here. Let's see what's going on with Brightline. A Brightline train fatally struck a pedestrian in Delray Beach Friday, minutes before the high-speed rail service inaugural train left Miami for Orlando International Airport, airport in its long-planned extension into central Florida. The wreck had no effect on northbound Brightline service from Miami to Orlando. So they, <laughs> they still kept going, like, hey, you know, people get in the way. What are you going to do? <laughs> Oh, man, was this a suicide? Authorities did not immediately identify the person who died. Maybe this was just like a publicity stunt. You know, be like, hey, let's pretend that somebody got struck. And so when, when, when we get on the news, it's, it's free promotion to let the people know we're, we are in business, baby. I don't know, man. I actually want to see Brightline become a success, man, because I, I want to travel. I want to go to Florida and come back to my hometown. Bright idea for all who go to Disney for Halloween. No, it's not Disney that people go to. It's Halloween Horror Nights, man. That's where it's at. I think what's going on is either people are trying to, like, uh, you know, beat the train with their, with their sports cars or something. Like, they see the, the train thing go down and like, ah, I'm going to make it. I'm going to do it. Right. It just doesn't make any sense to me that this thing is trying to get into business and everyone's just getting hit by the bright line. Let's get the bright line going. We're talking about uh, taking the bright line to Orlando to go party for Halloween. Because here in Miami, haunted houses don't work. How, how are you going to have a haunted house in Miami? It, it's not scary. Just call it party. <laughs> just call it a Halloween party. 
It's not haunted. <laughs> if somebody comes out with a hot with some sort of Halloween mask, it's like, dude, what are you doing freaking everybody out? We're in the middle of a, of a party here. What's up, 90s world? Marsham. Uh, Miguel Matos won. I want to go to Halloween Horror Night. So let's look at our other options here. So I've been getting back-to-back -back advertisements for all these haunted houses that are here in Miami. Just go to a Santero's house. There you go. That is the real scary. That's where the real frightening is happening in Miami. When you go to someone's house and there's candles everywhere, there's a chicken foot, maybe some sort of goat head, right, all bleeding on the floor, surely enough, there's not going to be a party there, okay? You guys are all with your cobwebs, all right, and your jack-o'-lanterns, right, and your little, like, uh, robotic, I don't know, nun coming. Ah! That's not scary for us, man. We're in the middle of a party. But once we start seeing, you know, some Santero shit, sticks, chicken feet, chicken uh, heads, all that stuff, that's when we start getting freaked out. <laughs> no party in this house. Something is going on. Somebody's grandma dressed in all white. We're not going to party. Hey, we got to get out of here. <laughs> so the first one, the first one is, uh, let's, let's put it here on the chat, actually. Uh, Horrorland. Place called uh, Horrorland, Miami's largest Halloween event. Horrorland comes to you September 22nd. Is that today? Oh, that was yesterday. With exclusive weekend pricing. Don't don't miss out. An immersive world of terrifying. Have you guys ever been to that place, that Jungle Island place? I've never been there. Ever. I think once. Like I think somebody was like showing me around, but it wasn't open. I think somebody like offered me to do a show there one time, and it didn't go through. And I walked in there, and I just wasn't, I wasn't that impressed, to be honest with you. I was like, hey, what's going on? You know, what, what, why is there sand uh, inside of this room? I, I was just a weird setup. And apparently they got, like, a zoo in there or something like that, and they do, like, private parties, and uh, I don't know, maybe some sort of night walk with some lights. That's, that's all I've ever heard about Jungle Island. But it turns out Jungle Island during Halloween is, is a haunted house. It's for the kids. Step into a realm of spine-tingling thrills at our haunted Halloween experience. Explore five main haunted attractions, brave through eight scary outdoor zones, and test your courage with bloody carnival games. Our fear gift shop. <laughs> and if you get scared enough, we're going to sell you something. <laughs> what did you buy? A keychain. Eerie souvenirs while the coffin bar beckons you to try its chilling concoctions. If there's alcohol in a haunted house, someone is going to fight a werewolf, okay? Not a good idea to mix scary stuff and alcohol. I've said this before, all right? What, Halloween Horror Nights in Florida, you, don't think, you know how many people want to go in there strapped with their Florida rights? <laughs> Drink a Four Loco and, and go, into, uh, and go into, into something like this. Something's going to jump out of a trash can. You're going to start swinging. You start embarrassing your family. Sin, welcome to the chat. So there's a, there's a circus show. Okay. All right. A beer garden. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, yeah, someone's going to get in a fight in Halloween or shot. So the, check this out. These are the horror zones. Uh, the last disaster, mysterious and deadly fungus, evolves into a force th that threatens the very fabric of life on Earth. On Earth? As the fungus spreads relentlessly, humanity must confront the terrifying reality of a world overtaken by a powerful and invasive organism. That doesn't sound scary to me. All right. Isn't that scary? Oh, fungus. Oh, shit. There's a fungus? That's crazy. How about this one? Carnival. A live horror experience as once beloved carnival becomes a nightmarish realm ruled by sinister killer clowns. The story follows a group of unsuspecting visitors who find themselves trapped in a deadly game of survival. What is this stuff? The pumpkin revenge? 
what people had to say. Super friendly staff. Hey, were you scared? No, the staff was very friendly. All the all the actors never broke character. The houses were all very well decorated and immersive. It doesn't sound like it was scary. Super fun. Probably one of the best Halloween attractions we've ever been to. The whole experience was awesome. See, if you really want... Here's my take on, on leaving testimonials on haunted houses. You want people to say, I'm never doing this again because it was so frightening. I was absolutely terrified going into that place, man. I got so scared, I wanted, my, I wanted my money back. I drank all night, and I still was terrified. I was never relaxed for one moment. All right, whatever. So that's that. That's, that's horrible. It looks fun. You know, seriously speaking, it looks fun. It looks like it's for the kids. I don't know. We need, we need a more adult experience. Have you guys ever been to the one in, uh, what's the one that they have in, uh, I got it up here somewhere. Don't they have one in Wynwood that's like open 24-7? What's the name of the one in Wynwood? Let me see if I can find it. Paranoia. Here we go. This one is, I've never been to this one. I don't know if you guys ever been to the one in uh, Wynwood. It's a horror maze. You're definitely not bringing kids in there. This, this place actually it looks like it's a bit demonic. Like it looks like they hire crackheads to go in there. <laughs> you know, imagine yourself taking the first steps into a dark, mysterious maze. A world of terror and fear unfolds before you. You continue to step forward into the unknown as the adrenaline takes control. And your heart beats faster, leading you deeper into the maze of horror. No, I'm not going to take any more steps if I'm terrified. Of course not. Scared players. Great maze and haunted house experience. Keep all your senses engaged and alert. Sure to give a scare or two to even the bravest soul. Nice touch of having a safe word if you find it too intense and need to exit. Whoa, I highly recommend you give it a try. So there's a safe word. What's up, Pablo? Jay, welcome. Zoo, Mike Ruiz, Leosha. So if you're, see, this is, the, this is the kind of place that I would be terrified to go to. Paranoia Horror Maze in Wynwood. You just go right down the street in Wynwood. You just get somebody, be like, hey, you want to you wanna walk in here and, and play some guy that, with a diaper in his head? <laughs> here, we'll give you a bottle uh, of uh, whiskey. You go in there, just get drunk and start jumping out. Yeah, this one, uh, oh, it says it's for family? Let's look at the gallery. There's not even any photos of this place. Yeah, so I, I would give this one a try. If you really want to get scared, Paranoia Horror Maze. If it's, if it's still even open. What's up, uh, Mentor? Welcome to the chat. We're here reviewing haunted houses. Now, this one, I've never been to either, but this one looks promising. House of Horror, Haunted Carnival, September 28th through October 31st at the International Mall. I would like to try this one. Yanni Ru, welcome to the chat. So endure four, endure four unique haunted experiences that will make you regret ever walking through the doors. Step into the depths of history and prepare to be haunted by the chilling tales that linger within the walls of Mayhem Museum, Haunted Holidays, Theater of Terror, Scarex Studios. And then the tickets go from 30 to 40 bucks. And you get rides, haunted attraction. I actually like this website. It's well done. It's very professional. Entertainment, carnival food. And look, it's got the gallery. Here we go. Curly fries. All right, see, this one looks more like a party. First of all, no one in Miami wears a Def Leppard shirt. This is already uh, not, um, it's not credible enough. And you got kids. Oh, look at the kids. These teens. There's one guy that's like 15 years old with gold teeth. Now look at you. That is terrifying. They let, they let teenagers get gold teeth in Miami? How the hell is that even possible? 
<laughs> Who was the parent that allowed that to happen? And it looks like he got a girl too. Yeah, he's got a girlfriend, so he's going to procreate. Oh, Jesus. That is terrifying. That is terrifying. What's up, Mike? El Oski. Hey, you got a fun slide? Yeah, this, this one looks fun. I, this is like the youth fair, but in, uh, in Doral. Got a little cult in there. There you go. All right. I would give this one uh, Horror Maze as the number one scary. And as for fun, we're going to give it to House of Horror. House of Horror Carnival. Haunted Carnival. Shout out. There you go. Next up. Let's go to Halloween Horror Nights. Let's go to Halloween Horror Nights next. There you go. Stranger Things. Again? What up, Alex? Fuck the Jack. Oscar N. Miami. Strong. What is why why Stranger Things? Do you did you guys find uh, Stranger Things to be scary? That's not scary. Stranger Things looks like a. I saw the first season, but then after I tried, I, I tried the second season. I just wasn't into it anymore. Maybe it's just me, but like for me, Stranger Things like reminds me of like a board game or something. You know what I mean? What's up, Jeff? Oscar N. Liquidator. Welcome to the chat. We're here talking about haunted houses in Miami, or in this case, Orlando. Halloween Horror Nights with Stranger Things. All right, let's take a look. Universal Studios, Halloween Horror Nights. I just survived Halloween Horror Nights alone. Looks like the rumors aren't true. You're not alone. Did you forget about your sister? You know we just got here. I was recording. What is that? Yeah, it's not believable. All right, they go to a door, which, by the way, won't be there because everyone's walking around. They, wa they go in, there's some candles. And now they're in an episode of Stranger Things. Bro, advertise what we want to see. Where is the party? Forget all that. No one's going to really be scared of these places. Advertise the party. Advertise the party. What kind of alcohol? What are the drinks called? I'm going. I'm going this year. I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights, and I'm going to get lit. And I'm going to take photos with all the scary things. Right? All right, this one, doesn't, this one whatever, man. You know, Orlando and uh, anything they do there has always got to be fun because everyone flies from all around the world. Now, this one I like. Havana Haunted Mansion. <laughs> All right, here we go. Haunted Mansion cocktail experience. See? Right there. They get it. All right, I like this already. Now, Havana being as real, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're real. The people of Havana are, are real. They're promoting a Haunted Mansion cocktail experience. September 15th. Wow, damn, they started early. Started last week. For the first time in Miami, join us for the unprecedented Halloween experience and let the old mansion come alive with the spirit of the season. And look, it's promoted by Jack Daniels, Diplomatico Rum, Ford's Gin, and Eradura. <laughs> oh, you love to see it. Italian, what's up, man? Marina Martini's IG, but that's not a haunted house. Won't be able to review that. Uh, uh, Lale, welcome. Alex Monty, welcome to the chat. We're here reviewing haunted houses. Right now, I think the winner is the Havana Haunted Mansion. Do you want to get fucked up for Halloween? This is where it's at. Let's see the video. Step into Miami's newest Halloween experience, Havana Haunted Mansion. Travel back to 1900s for a mysterious journey through a grand estate with a dark history. None but alcoholics live in there. To my house. Come on. <laughs> Enjoy crafted cocktails. There you go. Theatrical show filled with magic and wonder. Come, play with us. Can you escape the ghost trap? Survive the witch. 
bitch's kitchen. There you go. Someone's abuela. There you go. For creepy high stakes games. For the first time. Gambling. Immersive cocktail. Hose. Yes. Haunted mansion. Halloween hose. Get your tickets now. All right. There it is. That's the winner. Right there. You guys got to go to Havana Haunted Mansion. What's up, Diana? The Funk Shop. Welcome. I think this is the one that understands Miami the most. And look, the website looks great. These are all AI. <laughs> None of these people are going to be there. But hey, they're doing, they're doing a great job promoting it. I know how they prompted this. They're like, all right, Latina in front of, of which book? Dresses a gypsy with skulls in the background. Uh, and then this one, they go, uh, they prompted AI. They go, all right, Latina, uh, day off from Club 11, serving pastelitos in a, haunted, in a haunted mansion or a circus. I don't know. Chronicles of the Cursed Estate. Are you ready to uncover the chilling truths that await within? Yes. All right, I highly recommend Havana. Haunted House. There you go. That's my review right there. That one wins. That one wins. I don't really think uh, there would be a real haunted house in Miami. It just wouldn't work out. There's nothing scary that happens in Miami. You know, the, the closest thing to scary in Miami was what we told, what we were talking about earlier, like uh, the Santeras or like people going to jail. You know, that's it. So I go online. I go, what are the scariest uh, haunted places in Miami? And it says the haunted places in Miami, Florida are Villa Paula. I don't know what that is. What up, Aran? Habibi? It says back when Senor Don Domingo Milord was the first Cuban consulate in Miami, he had a home built, the Villa Paula. Milord and his wife lived in the Villa for six years prior to their death. Milord's wife, Paula, had a leg amputated, and unfortunately, complications from that took her life. Since then, many different owners of the home and even neighbors have made claims of unusual activity. There are witnesses who stated they smelled the scent of fresh blooming roses. Oh, gee, why would that be scary? This house smells great. Sometimes it's possible for people to smell the aroma of Cuba coffee. <laughs> That's a real haunted house right there. <laughs> hey, you smell that? It smells like Cuban coffee in here. Oh, no, my grandma's in the kitchen. <laughs> but my grandma died last year. <laughs> oh, you love it. Uh, trap houses in overtime are the closest thing to uh, Miami. <laughs> Had to haunted houses. <laughs> uh, the rumors say someone went in there and never went back out. Yeah, because he got shot. <laughs> oh, what's up, Jorel? Pooch, Andy Pearl, welcome to the chat. Yeah, this isn't scary. All right, Coral Castle, they say, is haunted. I don't, I don't believe that. Coral Castle, Ed Lead Scallon uh, was a man of short stature. Uh, did they have to mention that? Huh? Did they have to mention that he was short? Isn't this the guy that, like, they, that his wife left him or something like that? Or some girl that, that he was, like, stock, standing a little over five feet and weighing 100 pounds, but that did not stop him from building Coral Castle. Over the span of 28 years, coral, uh, 1,100 tons of coral rock stacked and carved into various shapes and designs. Rumors are he built it without any modern tools for the object of his affection. Why? I never under, I'd never been to Coral Castle because the story is sad. It makes me sad. This is a sad story. It's about a guy that fell in love with a girl. She didn't want him. And so for the next 28 years, he built a castle for her. Why? Why would you do that? How about you build yourself a house and move on, bro? There's nothing scary about that. I would wa I'd walk into Coral Castle. I wouldn't be scared. I'd be sad. Like, this place is sad. The story behind it is just like, 
It's depressing. Additional witnesses have reported a shadowy figure lurking around the place. Some say it may be the ghost of Ed looking over his creation. Now he's probably looking around like, why did I build this for her? She's probably like rejecting him in heaven too. Hey, did you see what I built for you before I died? Oh my God. God, can you please get him out? He's creepy. Please. <laughs> Angel started like, all right, buddy, come on. We got to get out. <laughs> A short guy that fell in love. That's the story. That's not haunted. That's, that's sad. I'm telling you, man, Sims. Sims will go above and beyond for someone that's rejecting them when it's like, dude, look at the ability you've got. Go do something for you. You don't even got to pay that much to go to Coral Castle. It was like 20 bucks. Turn it into an Airbnb. Or you party. Yeah. Richie Peralta, welcome to the chat. We're here talking about what's haunted in Miami. I don't really believe you can have anything haunted in Miami. We're too lit. What are you going to do? Haunt a pen? Are you going to go as a ghost into a penthouse and try to scare people there doing blow and banging strippers? That ain't going to happen. That's not scary. Do some cocaine. The, the chandelier starts shaking. Oh, shit. It's some primo shit. <laughs> One of the girls you're banging on the balcony says, oh, my God, I just saw a glass knock off the table. Shut up. <laughs> When the city of Miami was established, it was necessary to build a cemetery when the residents passed away in 1897. Oh, this is actually a cemetery in Miami. Yeah, Miami City Cemetery. Very original name, by the way. Hey, it's a cemetery in Miami. Let's call it Miami City Cemetery. Uh, the ci it was, this was built in 1897. The founders of the city eventually came to call the cemetery their final resting place. The Burdine family and Julia Tuttle are among the most famous founders of the cemetery. Oh, even Julia Tuttle found it. Look at that. What's up, Willie Prophets? I like that name. That's an appropriate name. <laughs> Yo, you heard about Willie Prophets? Yeah, he was looking for his money. People visiting the cemetery hope to encounter the ghosts of Confederate and Union soldiers buried there. Okay. An overall creepy feeling is common at the cemetery as well, any cemetery. If anyone goes to a cemetery, you're always going to feel creepy. There's a bunch of dead bodies everywhere. As well as cold spots and the sense of not being alone. Anyone can make this up. The Miami City Cemetery is also the location of a ritual sacrifice and desecration is done by the living. You know what this reminds me of? I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but there was a guy standing outside of that cemetery years ago. I'm talking about maybe like even a decade ago. And he set himself on fire. And as people were driving by, instead of helping the guy that was sitting there after setting himself on fire, they were just recording it. Some guy on, that was, that was scary. Hey, I just remembered that. There was a video of a guy that set himself on fire in front of the cemetery because he was like, you know, he was trying to like confess for something he did. No one really knows what he did, but that was the, scare, that was the little scary, spooky story behind it. Did you guys hear about this? What's up, Nellies? Yeah, and there's a video of it somewhere. And then it was like some chonga girl recording it. Babe, babe, I'm really scared. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's on fire, babe. Oh, shit. Oh, and the guy in the back. Oh, shit, bro. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. There you go. That's a scary story in Miami. Finally. Either that or he was just freebasing the guy, you know. It's a drug story, possibly. If you're, all right, so this next one is uh, the Deering Estate. I think I've been here. Uh, Dan, welcome to the chat. You guys ever been to the Deering Estate? This sounds familiar. Miami is the only city where all the ghosts of a dead 80s drug dealer will try to sell you coke at the cemetery. <laughs> yeah, I got somebody. Yeah, I got a plug. Yeah, right over there at the Miami City Cemetery. If you're looking to visit the most haunted places in Miami because you live to see ghosts or witness paranormal activity, then the Deering Estate is a must visit. Long before Charles Deering... Where, where, I forgot, where, where is the Deering Estate? I've been there, I think. Long before Charles Deering and his estate on the property in 1915, the land was used as Native Americans as tribal burial grounds. Doesn't it always start like that? 
right? Somebody just wants to build a house on top of like a native tribe or something. Why didn't you just build a casino? They, <laughs> the Indi native tribes don't haunt casinos. <laughs> right? You got all those casinos buried on Native American soil and they don't get haunted. Right? Or, or maybe they're all cursed and not making any money. <laughs> That's actually good. You're like, oh, yeah, did you hear the Miccosukee? Yeah, it's buried on top of it. It's, it's uh, constructed on, on Indian burial grounds. Yeah, everybody's cursed. No one's winning any money. <laughs> it's the Indian revenge. <laughs> uh, next to old-ass church. Stephen Bradley, welcome to the chat. Serious DeWitness. Spencer, we're here talking about uh, haunted areas in Miami. Robson Pell says, I think the second oldest church in Miami is in Little Haiti. The graveyard across the street, the coffins are above ground. Oh, my gosh. So that means like you can open them and like see your relatives decomposing? That's actually a good joke. Uh... Scary story in Miami. The Miccosukee is buried on top. The Miccosukee is built on top of Indian burial grounds. Everyone is cursed and not winning any money there. <laughs> the reports say ghostly sightings and paranormal activity are plentiful for the Deering estate. There are those who have experienced changes in temperature. Others have witnessed doors slamming shut without anyone near them. And reports of people hearing whispering voices. All right, first of all, the changes in temperature and the door slamming shut is because somebody turned on the air conditioner. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but obviously Florida is a very hot state. And you got to put the AC on blast. And when you do that, sometimes things look a little paranormal. Ooh, it's getting a little chilly in here. How did that door close? Because the AC is on. <laughs> Others have witnessed door slamming shut and reports of people hearing whispering voices. Yes, people... Uh, She's meando. People gossiping. Here in Miami, people gossip, man. You got to keep your voice low when you talk shit about someone, especially when you're in the room. When you hear the whispers at the Deering Estate in Miami, they're gossiping about you. <laughs> they're chismeando. People have seen an assortment of spirits all around the estate. On one visit to the estate, a psychic reported hearing a woman pleading for help for a young boy that was apparently drowning. Shout out to all the psychics out there that you guys are by far the best storytellers I've ever met in my life. What's up, Jone? Uh, Heber Lynn Music, welcome to the chat. We're here talking about haunted places in Miami. Vivid balloons. All right, this one I'm actually... I've actually been to this one, the Parkway West. Ma right, so if you guys go down 8th Street, all the way down, uh, I think somewhere by Chrome Avenue, there's like this abandoned insane asylum, which is what they say. It, it's a medical center of some sort. All right. And then they say that uh, this place used to be where people with mental illness used, used to like reside or something like that. Right. But all I knew that it was that when I was in high school and I played paintball with my boys, that's where we would play paintball. So if we saw any ghosts there, we were lining them up. All right, we were like the Ghostbusters <laughs> with our paintball guns. All right. Uh, Sirius the Witness says, I know why the coffin's above ground. No, tell us. Fill us in, Sirius the Witness. Juan305, welcome to the chat. JTEC Services, welcome. All right, so the Parkway West Medical Center. In 1974, the medical center would accommodate approximately 300 patients. It remained in operation for 30 years. Multiple people considered purchasing the site, renovating and reopening it with others with other uses in mind. Yeah, uh, it's in the it's by the Everglades, right? Just build another like uh, gambling site on it. <laughs> Serious, the COVID says, I know why the coffins are, are above ground. The zombies caught COVID. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell us like a compelling, scary story. It's like, I know why the coffins are above ground. Do you want to know? Yeah, yeah, tell me. It's because they got COVID. <laughs> what? 
the wear, deterioration, vandalism, and overgrowth of plants. The facility is rather scary for those daring to visit. No, it's not, man. People go there, they get drunk, they smoke weed, and I think people are still playing uh, paintball there. Girlline, welcome. Warren Berkshire, welcome to the chat. Ghost hunter enthusiasts. Ghost hunter enthusiasts have witnessed dark shadows, unusual noises, and the feeling of someone watching or breathing on them. People interested in checking out haunted places in Miami may be disappointed if they cannot get in because pol police kept a close eye on the place. Oh, that's they probably closed. They probably uh, shut it down for the to the public. They probably got like uh, gates around it or something. But yeah, that was a very fun place to go check out. I think that yeah, it's in Chrome Ave. You just go westbound. Uh, Gene, welcome to the chat. All right, here we go. Glenn Curtis, the Curtis Mansion, which I believe that is the Havana Haunted Mansion. I think that's that's the one that they're doing, the Haunted Mansion in Havana. I've been to the Curtis Mansion. It's nice. Nothing scary about that place. The place is lavish. How are you going to be scared when it's so nice inside? Oh, my God. What a wonderful table. The lighting here, the chandeliers, everything's beautiful. Did you know it's haunted? No, I would have never guessed. Alex Mozzi says, I think that area is below sea level, which is why they bury them above ground, swampland. Well, there you go, debunking. And that's why we do the chat. Everybody debunks something one way or another. Uh, Gypsy, Brittany, Miami Girl, Diamond, uh, Gabrielle, five stars, Andres. Welcome to the chat, everybody. We're talking about haunted places in Miami. If you guys know any haunted places, put it on the chat. Let me know. Share. Fill me in, because based on what I can tell online, ain't none scary about Miami. Except maybe Santeros or going to jail. That's about it. All right, but all that supernatural, supernatural in Miami just don't go hand in hand. You know what I mean? There's just, not, there's just nothing supernatural about Miami. And I mean that in a good way. You know? What's supernatural is how some people are making money here. That's what I find supernatural. What do you do for a living? Don't worry about it, bro. How the hell do you have a penthouse? Don't worry about it. This is some supernatural financial shit. And we got to get down to the bottom of it. And then when you try to investigate, it, 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 he's got all his bases covered. How are you making money? This is some supernatural shit. <laughs> uh, when Glenn Curtis lived in Miami, he had a home built, the Curtis Mansion. He lived in the home of, for five years after moving in. In 1925 with his wife. See, that is wealth right there. That is wealth right there. When you buy a place and you're like, ah, let's hold it off. I don't got to live there yet. And you wait five years and you're like, all right, now I'm living in there. That's how, that's how rich I want to be. Where I buy a home and I don't have to live in it. It's just an option. Uh, wouldn't that be great? Alex says, um, all of America's got to be haunted by now if it's still open. I was just saying that at the beginning of the, of the chat. I was talking about, I think the only place that looks haunted is Mall of America's. And if you're still shopping there, you're dead on the inside and you're a zombie. That's, what I, that's, that's how I would see it. Daviro, welcome to the chat. Fernando, welcome. Uh, MitchBo17, what's up, guys? Bianca the Cutter. Bianca, don't cut yourself. That's not... It's not good. Bianca the Cutter, and it's got like a goth doll on it. Creepy. Jane Dean. Uh, all right, it says, it, it was reported he left many unfinished and unpatented ideas in the home. Following his death, claims of him haunting the mansion began with his wife. Well, yeah, I mean, what, his wife was still living in the house? Did she bring anyone else after his death? If I, if I bought a mansion and I died before my wife, and my wife is bringing other people into what I bought, I'm definitely haunting her, all right? I'm going to hit her up for that mortgage payment. I want my money back. <laughs> Leave some money for me under the bed. It was reported he left me. All right. Uh, she claimed to hear him working on new projects. He's a working man. Even after you're dead, you're still going to go out there and build something. All right, there you go. That's a good man right there. Hey, Alex Monty, thank you for the uh, thank you for the badge. Appreciate it. Uh, J Row, Dan Soriano, three. Welcome to the chat. We're here talking about the haunted places of Miami. If you guys know any haunted places, put it on the chat. I'd love to hear it. Number four is Colony Theater. Oh my, these guys are just like 
reaching at this point. Really, the Colony Theater is haunted. The Colony Theater has been in Miami Beach since 1935. All what time is it? All right, we're still good. All I got a show tonight. I'm here. Hey, I'm here having fun with you guys. And please forget, I gotta go somewhere. Uh, I heard three. Uh, I heard there was coffins above ground in Little Haiti. Turns out it was just six zombies coughing from the voodoo COVID. We already got that part handled. Serious, the witness. Charlie Nior, welcome to the chat. We've already got that in. The movie theater is not only a part of the city's history, it is reportedly the home to ghosts of a white poodle. <laughs> so how do you how do you get rid of a of a white poodle ghost? Who the dog belonged to remains a mystery. What? The Colony Theater is haunted by a white poodle. So it's like even the people of Miami back in the 30s were still carrying around little doggies <laughs> in a bag and in strollers and shit. Well, why would a white poodle haunt the Colony Theater? Huh? Waiting for a new home? They're waiting for adoption? I hate to break it to you, buddy. Another ghost people have spotted is a woman who appears to be wearing 1930s clothing. People have also heard footsteps near the main stage. Well, yeah, because it's still occupied. People still go there to watch, like, theaters and, like, movies and shows and stuff, right? Is the Colony Theater still open? 305 Mike, welcome. EJ Lasik, welcome. Number three, Miami River Inn. I never heard of this place. Since 1910, the Miami River Inn has been providing visitors to the area with a comfortable place to stay. The inn's more than 100 years in operation. People have enjoyed their stay. However, some guests and employees at the inn have experienced ghostly activity. Although there are no reports of seeing the ghosts themselves, they have experienced other paranormal activity. Odd noises and the random slamming of doors are typical at the inn. People also claim that at 11 in the evening, if you are on the first floor, you can hear people coming in the front door. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I was sleeping in my room and I heard people walking into the building. Yeah, because we're in operating hours. Oh, <laughs> You, you could just say anything is haunted at this point. I mean, people just make a blog. Yeah, say something's haunted, make a blog out of it. Hire some psychic to, like, give you the stamp of approval. Yeah, some psychic said that uh, they heard a kid here crying the other day. The ghostly visitor appears to throw things around and shake doorknobs. <laughs> That's someone trying to break into your room. All right? <laughs> trying to rob you. All right, here we go. Next, number two. We're almost done here, people. And then I got to head out. Tonight, by the way, hey, look, shout out. Uh, we're going to be at Limonada in Miami Beach. That's tonight's comedy show. Limonada, Miami Beach. Uh, I heard it's going to be slammed. So if you guys want to participate, go on out to Limonada tonight, 9 o'clock. All right, anyway. Pinewood Cemetery is another cemetery included in the list of most haunted places. Of course, cemeteries are haunted, man. It's a cemetery. It was also known as uh, Copulum, Cocuplum Cemetery. Pinewood is the county's oldest cemetery with grave markers dating back as far as 1855. Kira, welcome to the chat. Aces, Angel, Andreina. One estimate claims there may be somewhere, there may be anywhere from 200 to almost 300 people buried in the cemetery. Sadly, are very few headstones or grave markers present. Ghost hunters and the curious who have ventured to the old and almost forgotten cemetery. This is, a, this is a short story. An unusual white mist has also been seen in Pinewood Cemetery, along with people hearing strange sounds. Those are potheads smoking weed. Trying to find a good place to do their thing. Leave them alone. Uh, the murder house on Bayshore Drive. Let's look at that one. Murder house, Bayshore Drive. <sighs> Iconic Coral Rock House sells on, is it this one? 1986. See, th these are the kinds of stories that you're probably going to hear in the future when Miami's homes get haunted. It turns out that an OnlyFans model murdered her boyfriend in this penthouse. And to this day, 
you can still hear her boyfriend calling her a bitch. <laughs> Where's that bitch? Bitch, murder me. All right, here we go. By, uh, this one is uh, recommended by Tom Tom Tropical. Iconic Coral Rock House sells on South Bayshore Drive. If you've ever driven into Coconut Grove along Bay, South Bayshore Drive, you've surely noticed this home sitting on a, on a Coral Rock Bluff. Located in 1665 South Bayshore Drive and built in 1915 by German architect George Pfeiffer, the home has an old Florida style with coffered ceilings, a keystone fireplace, and an original brown glass windows. The property has four bedrooms, three baths, and is located on the half-acre lot. The property has just traded for $1,450,000. Previous at $1,602,018. That, that is scary. So I'd wake up in the middle of the night. If I spent that much money for a home, I'd wake up in the middle of the night like, ah, one million six. Oh my God. Ah. <laughs> I'd get chills. Every time the mortgage payment comes around, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> One thing I love about this property is that you can clearly see the Coral Rock Ridge that was formed 130,000 years ago. This ridge made up of oolitic limestone is one of the highest elevations in Miami-Dade County. That's funny. That the highest elevation in Miami-Dade County is, is, is a rock somewhere in Coconut Grove. <laughs> There's no hill, no mountain anywhere in Miami. So the, the highest elevation point is a mansion in Coconut Grove. It was built on a rock. <laughs> the bluff was formed by a wave action thousands of years ago when the sea level was only eight feet higher than it, than it is today. It is known as the wave cut bench because it was formed by wave action. All right, all right. This house was an interesting piece of history that many... You may not know, it was the site of a notorious mur murder in, in 1986. A well-known real estate developer named Stanley Cohen was murdered there. <laughs> Why a real estate agent? <laughs> hey, hey, come on, man. Let me show you this open house. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, four bedrooms, three bathrooms, $1,600,000. For a four-bedroom? Ah! <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> oh man. In the early morning hours of March 7th, his wife Joyce Cohen was a suspect in what was widely publicized trial. She was eventually found guilty of murder for hire and sentenced to life in prison. Oh. There you go. There's there's a story right there. Can you imagine if you spend all that money? Huh? If you spend all that money at a mansion, and someone's, all right, let me ask you guys a question. Let's say you finally find an affordable place in Miami, right? But then you, you realize that there was a murder that happened in there. Would you still live in it? At this point, I think anyone would. <laughs> I'm willing to bear a haunted house here in Miami with these rates. It's a steal. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Great find, uh, Tom Tom Tropical. There you go. A murder house. Dan Soriano says, are you kidding? I don't know. Are, are you, would you? Got lucky just getting the place. We stay. <laughs> Rent's low. All right. We own this place. For, forget a ghost. We don't care if a ghost is haunting this place. We need a place to stay in Miami. Well, you can always go out, you know, live somewhere else in another state. No, hell no. We're staying in Miami. Sure, I would. <laughs> hey, all right, there you go. I think there's your joke right there. Would would you would you with the the housing rates in Miami? Would you live in a home that was affordable but it was haunted? I would think. I think a lot of Miamis would be like, yeah. Yeah, I'll live there. Fuck that ghost. <laughs> I can't stand efficiencies anymore. All right, it's time to live good. All right, here we go. The last one, the Biltmore Hotel. 
That is one of the fanciest hotels in Miami. There's no way. There's no way that would be a scary place to stay in. Pabli Simosum, welcome to the chat. All right, the Biltmore Hotel was built in 1926 and became the go-to location for those looking for a grand hotel experience. When World War II broke out, the hotel was converted into a hospital for soldiers returning home from battle. Some of those soldiers drew their last breath in the makeshift hospital. Following the war, the was there any wars fought in Miami during <laughs> at any at any point? No, right? Following the war, the Biltmore Hotel was eventually restored to its former glory and became a hotel that the wealthy and powerful enjoyed when away from home. For guests and employees of the Biltmore, it can be considered one of the haunted places of Miami due to activity they have experienced. I've stayed at the Biltmore. I've worked in the Biltmore. Ain't nothing scary about the Biltmore. All right? The Biltmore is absolutely gorgeous. Okay? One of the most common reports over the years is the ghosts of soldiers who lost their lives in the hotel continue to roam its hallways to this day. Witnesses claim to have seen men wandering the grounds in what can only be described as old uniforms worn by the military during World War II because they're risen up your girl. All right, you guys got to be careful. The ghosts of Miami are going around dressed real nice and they're going to holler at your girl. Oh, the elevator reportedly will randomly go to 13th floor without anyone in the elevator. The 13th floor was, was the location where Thomas Fatty Walsh, a gangster, was murdered. Oh, look. At, oh, it has a 13th floor. People on the 13th floor can smell his cigar as well as see his ghost wandering the halls. Yeah, he's looking for the next party. Ruben, welcome to the chat. There you go. So the ghosts of Miami, they're, they're dressed nice. They wear gold chains. They got suits on. They got silk robes on. They're smoking cigars, and they're looking for your girl. There you go. There you go. That is all I've got for you today, guys. Thank you uh, very much for uh, tuning in, everybody. I really appreciate it. Uh, that was fun. So in case you guys don't know, we go live occasionally. This is me looking for material with your help on the chat. The only scary thing about the Biltmore is the Bilt. Oh! $500 a night? The room was the size of a bathroom. Well, I'm splitting the bill with the ghost. <laughs> Somebody asked that gangster that's walking around here where he hid some of that money. What's up, Tyrone420? Uh, why Solera? Welcome. D. Romero, 87. Welcome to the chat. All right. That is it for all the haunted places in Miami reviews. You guys go have fun this Halloween, man. The weather dipped today. All right. It went down like two degrees. They say the lows are in the 70s at night. So pull out those jackets. All right. And uh, go show those ghosts who's boss. Tonight, we are at Limonada in Miami Beach. We used to be at the extra version, but management has seen the success and has moved us over to Limonada. So if you guys want to come out to a comedy show tonight, come on out tonight, 9 o'clock, Limonada. All right, thank you all very much for tuning in. Subscribe to the podcast. Go on YouTube. Look up Miami Comedy Podcast. Hit that subscribe button, and I'll see you guys on the next live stream. Bye, y'all.